0: Spirit Radio Podcasts.
1: Maybe you might be in a situation where one of your children is on a play date, or somebody else's child is on a play date at your home, and and you don't know that that child has asthma, and perhaps they might have difficulty breathing. Would you know what to do next? Would you know what the symptoms are? Would you know what to do if a child is having an asthma attack? One out of five children have asthma. Uh, so then the likelihood is, is when it comes to schools and our classrooms that there's going to be s- several children who have asthma. But do we actually know enough about it, about how to handle it? And just looking out for the signs as well if there's an asthma attack that's going to come on the way. On the line to tell us more, we have Sarah O'Connor, is the CEO of the Asthma Society of Ireland. Good morning, Sarah. How are you?
0: Morning Wendy, how are you and how are all of your listeners today?
1: We're doing good today and I think this is an issue that affects so many people but sometimes it might even affect people without them even knowing about it. Do we have a good understanding of what asthma is and how to define it?
0: Well, I think probably um, our understanding doesn't quite match uh, the degree to which asthma is prevalent in Irish life. So there are 470,000 people in Ireland with asthma, and that equates to uh, roughly 1 in 10 of our adults and 1 in 5 of our children. So it's a really substantial healthcare challenge, and we in the Asthma Society are taking up that challenge and are trying to make sure that people know about asthma, that they understand about it, and that they have the information at their fingertips to keep everybody safe. In the last um, uh, 24 hours for World Asthma Day, uh, we launched a survey of over 1100 people. And what that showed actually was the degree to which um, there's a substantial information gap. And we're trying to close that to make sure that uh, people know how to look after themselves and to look after other people. And the survey showed that um, only 7% of asthmatics actually knew all of the symptoms of an asthma attack when we surveyed them. And for example, only about half of those um, asthmatics would actually go to see a healthcare professional after they had had an asthma attack. And when we looked at that, what we felt was we needed to talk to people about two really important um, and very clear things. One of which is what the symptoms are and to explain that. And the second piece is um, what to actually do in the eventuality of you, your child or somebody else having an asthma attack so that people feel um, that they're fully informed if that should ever arise.
1: In terms of um, specifically children who have asthma, at what, what stage, I remember for example, Sarah, I, I was diagnosed with asthma when I was 12 and uh, when my little boy was had kind of a, a croupy cough, the doctor said, you know, we can't actually diagnose asthma until a little bit later. What, when is the time the parents should be kind of looking out for signs and symptoms? Well,
0: I mean, our advice would be that parents are out for signs and symptoms, you know, as soon as a child is born, for example. Um, So for me, I was diagnosed, I think, when I was about eight years of age. Um, But for lots of children, and I suppose traditionally, Wendy, um, maybe if if you're uh, going back a little bit in time for for people of our age, traditionally, people would have considered wheezing to be the typical example or the typical symptom of somebody being an asthmatic. But actually, asthma care and our recognition of what it is have moved along really substantially ever since. And so it's not that doctors are only looking out um, for wheezing as being um, an indicator that somebody has asthma. Actually, one of the really prevalent um, and really helpful uh, notes that parents can look out for is if their child is coughing at night and if that is uh, interfering with their sleep or is kind of um, a persistent situation, let's say. So not that the child is sick on a once-off, but that they regularly cough at night. Um, And that is actually that's an indicator that a a child has asthma. But the 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 kind of formal uh, diagnosis would often only come at age seven or eight, when there's a kind of piece of testing that the doctors can do to to I suppose formally um, uh, you know take all the boxes, (coughs) and the the child can't really do that until they're about seven or eight. But we would have people who would have babies as um, uh, you know uh, in their uh, their first few months, uh, one or two, or you know toddler kind of age, whereby. The doctors are working on the the, um, expectation that the child will, in due course, be diagnosed with asthma and they treat it accordingly. And actually, really, uh, that's what parents should be looking for, in that they feel informed, they know what's going on, they can make sure that their child has the correct medication and they're not taking any risks then about somebody being safe and feeling well.
1: Do you think, Sarah, is there good awareness in places like schools and just among parents about asthma?
0: Well, I think on one level people are aware of it because children on average miss about 10 days of uh, school a year who have asthma. So for any child who's, for any parent whose child has been diagnosed with asthma, they're aware of it because, you know, they have to try and manage their child absences, they have to try and manage chest infections and inhalers and that kind of level of work. But I suppose a lot of people do still associate it with being about a wheeze. So they may not, it may not be the first thing that pops into their head in terms of trying to figure out what's wrong with their child. Um, And I suppose on the wider level, I, I really don't think Um, that, you know, parents in general are aware of the fact that it's as prevalent as one in five children. So what that means for every little group of uh, five or six kids that there are in class, it's likely that one of them has asthma, which means, like you say, in terms of the concept of a play date or a sleepover, um, you know, any parent really to be safe uh, should know if one of the other kids has asthma, should know where their inhaler is and should know the symptoms of an asthma attack and the five-step rule, which is what we're all talking about for the last 24 hours.
1: So tell us a little bit about the five-step rule then, Sarah. So the five star rule is very simple and um, the idea is that any
0: person can know to have it in the back of their head and they have it ready on the eventuality of somebody having an asthma attack. And an asthma attack can happen anywhere. It can happen when somebody's in a cafe, when they're out exercising. Um, when they're out for a night out, um, when they're in school or work. So this is useful uh, kind of public health knowledge for everybody to be aware of. And the first rule in the five-step rule is to stay calm and to ensure that the person who's having the asthma attack sits up. And it's really important that you don't lie them down because the airways function much better when the person is sitting up. And the second rule is very straightforward. That's take slow and steady breaths and make sure that you're calm. Try to keep them calm and try to make sure that they're breathing from as deep into their chest as is possible. And then the third rule relates to the reliever inhaler. So in general, that's blue, but sometimes it's slightly different colours. And the person who's the asthmatic will, will know with what that inhaler is. And um, people are allowed to take one puff of their inhaler every minute um, if they are over at the age of six. So for children who are over six or for adults, they can take one puff of inhaler, um, th- which means they can take 10 puffs in up to 10 minutes. But for children who are under six, that should be six puffs in 10 minutes. Um, and what happens is it, it takes a little while for that medication to work, you know, up to about 10 minutes. But actually when it does work, it, it really provides very substantial relief to somebody and their symptoms may alleviate when they take that. So, you know, 10 puffs is safe for somebody who's over 6 and 6 puffs in 10 minutes is safe for somebody who's under 6. And then the fourth Step is to call 112 or 999 so to call the ambulance if somebody isn't seeing an improvement after 10 minutes because that's when the the medication will begin to hit and they may actually feel considerably better but if they don't see an improvement at that point you know the safest thing is to get help and to get the ambulance on the way and the fifth step then is if the ambulance hasn't arrived in 10 minutes which is very frequent of course depending on somebody's proximity to a hospital it's safe to take more of the inhaler and if the ambulance hasn't arrived after the 10 minute gap So again, you can continue to take the inhaler one puff a minute if you're the adult um, and then six puffs in 10 minutes if you're a child.
1: Uh, really, really just important and kind of practical things there that people can yeah, do. Yeah, so in we're, we're reaching
0: out to schools to make sure that um, schools all over Ireland are aware of that five-step rule, that the other kids are aware, and not in, in a sense of spreading fear, but the kids are aware there's a five-step rule, it's very straightforward, I can go and get help, I can talk to my teacher, but I know to make sure that the person sits straight and that they can take their inhaler and I can pop over to their school bag and take their inhaler if they need to. So that's something we're trying to do at the school level, but it's also really important, um, like you say, that parents know about it, but also the general public because with one in ten adults having asthma, it's not only limited to children and that's something that people um, can often lose sight of. So for any of us in our day-to-day life, you know, um, based on you know recent um, campaigns, we would all know how to recognise a stroke and we would all know to, to call an ambulance and to intervene. We would all know what the symptoms of a heart attack are and in the same way, you know, an asthma ca- attack can be fatal and one person loses their life every week um, in Ireland as a result of of their asthma. So actually, we all as kind of good citizens of the world need to know about the five-step rule and we need to know about the symptoms.
1: In terms of <clears throat> one question I would have, Sarah, is for, for children who are young and have asthma and maybe they start to feel symptoms coming on themselves, you know, that wheezy, that chest tightening, um, and they might be kind of nervous about going up to a teacher or a parent if they're on a play date to say that they, they need help. Uh, presumably we have to kind of equip kids as well with knowing when it's the time to say, I need my yeah. inhaler or I need help.
0: Well, I think the, the first thing is that um so we did a lot of work yesterday with RTE and we had RTE's um children's news program into one of the schools in Dublin who've just been awarded uh, the first asthma friendly schools um, uh, award in Dublin itself. So we did that yesterday and one of the first things we wanted to do was to remove any stigma with the kids about having um, asthma, about needing their inhaler, about asking for it in school, about asking for help with their friends or for other other adults. And really what we want to do is that for that to be the pervasive piece across the board because if somebody was diabetic there wouldn't be any issue whatsoever with their taking their medication and there shouldn't be either if somebody is So that's really important, Um, but I suppose you're right, there's a a piece of kind of self-management that you need to build into kids quite early in that case, whereby they know if they're not feeling okay and they know to ask for help. Um, And that's something I suppose that GPs would do quite regularly, trying to talk to kids when they have them in, when they've been uh, diagnosed. and it's also something that parents are really okay with. But what was interesting was as part of the school's um, piece that we did in that school in Calester, um was that w- we had a- an evening kind of program where one of our asthma nurses attended in the evening, spoke to any parents and teachers who were there. They brought along their kids. And there's a big conversation about asthma and what it means and how to keep people safe. But actually parents were really quite afraid sending their kids to school, particularly for some of them if their child hadn't had that formal diagnosis. They do- often hadn't actually let the school know that their child had asthma because they obviously hadn't been told specifically and with 100% confirmation your child has asthma and so what we would really like is that parents actually if it gets to the point where the child has the inhaler Even if they're too young to have that formal diagnosis, the school needs to know. The school can have an inhaler for them in the school, ready to go. The teacher will be briefed. All of the other staff will be briefed. If they're in a PE class, for example, somebody will know. And it just means that the the parent can go off to work and can be working from home, depending on what their personal situation is, but they don't have any fear then of their child being in school because everybody is across it and everybody knows exactly what to do. Um, do So that's part of our kind of school's engagement programme. But obviously we feel that in any house, Every single member of the family should know about the five-step rule. And we have some really handy little wallet cards here in the Asthma Society. And we can post those out to anybody who wants to phone in to us. So we, phone in, we can send them out five or ten of them. They can have it on a wa- um, uh, stuck on a magnet uh, to their um, their fridge in their, their own house, in their grandparents' house, in, in the parents' um, wallet um, and in any adult's wallet. So that if anything is happening, you pull out the five-step rule card and you can just show it to somebody and you can get help immediately. They know exactly what to do.
1: Sarah, thanks so much for some just really good practical. Advice there this morning that was Sarah O'Connor, the CEO of the Asthma Society of Ireland. If you want to get information, you can go onto their website, which is asthma.ie. Thanks for listening to our Spirit Radio podcast. Don't miss out. Subscribe today. Find out how at
0: SpiritRadio.ie.